Basketball player of all time, paired with the most popular collection of cartoon characters. Hey, Toss in Ivan whoa. Reitman, Hollywood's most successful comedy producer, and revolutionary computer animation, and you have Space Jam. Well, hello, and welcome to Two Geeks, Two Beers with me, Tom, and my fellow, I'm assuming, never good at basketball pal, Morgan. Correct. Well, mm, one time uh, <laughs> at school. <laughs> I uh, I had to face another another school kid in a one-on-one basketball game because that was the kind of <laughs> psychological cruelty that our PE teachers inflicted. Yeah. And we both leapt onto the court. I got the ball, shot, and it ju- I just did like an incredible three-pointer and it went into the basket. <laughs> and everyone cheered and it was amazing. And, like, highlight no, of your life? Definitely one of the highlights of my life, but like pure luck, no skill uh, involved whatsoever. But yes, hello. I found that a lot of my PE teachers growing up were surprisingly fat, which makes no sense. I never understood that. I mean, how did they get the job? Anyway, um, this time I'm taking on a classic 90s movie that sounds like uh, it was thought up during like a big pub crawl by the time of the sixth pub and nine pints in. It is 1996's Space Jam. So have you seen Space Jam? Oh, you're asking me. Um, I'm asking you. Yes, I, I, uh, I, I saw it at the time. Uh, I rewatched it ahead of uh, yeah. rec- recording this, and it's 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 strange because now you're so used to the idea of Space Jam as a concept yeah. that Michael Jordan, the NBA star, the NBA legend, teams up with the yeah. Looney Tunes to uh, take on some <laughs> aliens in a basketball game. You're like, yeah, Space Jam, Sp- <laughs> it's, it's Space Jam. <laughs> but if you, there were a few times watching it back, and I, I sort of I, I, I caught myself, and I was like. What the fuck is? What this? is going on? Yeah, it how did they? Such... How did they approve it on the on in the boardroom meeting? How how did this come up? And they went, "Yep, yeah, that's the one." Such an odd concept. It is definitely an acid trip yeah. of a movie. Did did you at the time slash do you know much about Michael Jordan as a uh, British man? <laughs> uh, I did. I did not know a great deal about Michael Jordan. I obviously I knew vaguely who he was. I knew he was a big basketball star yeah um and that's about the extent of my knowledge now i know there was a uh, a very informative and insightful documentary on netflix recently the last dance yeah which i which i did not watch um <laughs> so I, I know as little about him uh now as i did then in fact one of the main things i know about michael jordan is that he was in space jam. space jam yeah. yeah well the thing is like i have watched the last dance on netflix and thoroughly recommend it it's very good but before that, again, aware that Michael Jordan was a big sports star in America, but it's a classic example of America thinking <laughs> that the whole world is obsessed with them, which they are to an extent. But it's like Michael Jordan outside of America, mm. you know, in the, in the UK, especially in the 90s without the internet, you, you didn't know, who, like we all know who LeBron James is now because of like, I'd say the internet and social media, you, 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 find, you see articles and stuff. But in the mid 90s, we didn't have that. 
Like, I don't know how you would know much about Michael Jordan as a, like a British kid growing up, unless you were weirdly, really into your basketball. And but, so they just sort of, they just sort of, it's like if we did a, a film starring Ronnie O'Sullivan in the nineties and just assumed that all of America would watch it. I, do you know what? If they made a film where Ronnie O'Sullivan played snooker with the Looney Tunes, <laughs> if the whole world did not embrace that movie, yeah. I would be furious because that sounds like a, like a great watch. Um, I don't want to slag off America too much, but it's that thing of um, Another thing you know, about fucking America. <laughs> what I find funny is that um, like a lot of their sports, uh, they they always call them world champions when mm. it's only them taking part. So it's like the <laughs> major league in the major league baseball. If they it's like the World Series. So if they win it, they're world champions, champions of the world. It's like yeah, but did anyone else from any other country take part? No. All right, America like is the world. You win the FA Cup, but yeah, world champions of football, but you're not there, are you? Anyway, um, so yeah, I mean, watching um, uh, The Last Dance made, made me realise just how huge Michael Jordan was in the 90s. Like, mm. in America, he was like the biggest sports star there was. But but having said that, still, like, it's a very special case because no one ever suggested, let's make a, a, a film uh, starring David Beckham. Yeah, where, where, he, yeah. where he where he pl- where he plays a game of soccer with the Looney Tunes that never no. came up. So no. I, I'm I'm really I hope you will shed some light on exactly how this came together and why. Um, I'll try. <laughs> so in case you didn't know, Space Jam, directed by Joe Pitka, um, it was only one of two original uh, feature films that Pitka did. The first was the uh, Richard Dreyfuss and Robbie Coltrane vehicle Let It Ride from 1989. I mean, we're all, we're all aware of that 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 uh, yeah. classic of the genre. Other than that, he is best known for his work in commercials and music videos. Uh, he, he did several projects with Michael Jordan, uh, Tiger Woods, Madonna and Michael Jackson. He directed the videos for The Way You Make Me Feel and Dirty Diana. And he also did the uh, Free As A Bird video by the Beatles when they did that reunion in the 90s. Um, but this was uh, this is the last film that Pitka did. Uh, <laughs> so killed, killed his career. <laughs> yeah. So the concept of this movie uh, originated from a series of uh, popular Nike. Do you say Nike or Nike? I say Nike, but I'm I, not, I'm, Nike I have no idea which is correct. I say Nike as well. So highly popular Nike ads, uh, which featured Bugs Bunny and Michael Jordan facing off against Marvin the Martian and his alien henchman in basketball. So it, I didn't know this existed. No, but this this makes a lot of sense. Because if yeah. someone pitched an advert where they go, yeah, right, yeah. it's an advert where Michael Jordan teams up with Bugs Bunny, you're like, well, yeah. yeah, for an advert. Someone goes, let's make that into a feature <laughs> exactly. film. You're like, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, back up a little, back up yeah. a little bit. We're just so selling I, I think, trainers here. Yeah, in the 90s, you know, Michael Jordan um, uh, just did adverts for all sorts of things. You know, he had his Air Jordan uh, sneakers, uh, as you say, in America. And so doing an advert with the Looney Tunes didn't sound, you know, he just did everything. So why not? Uh, would you like to see said advert? I would love to see it. Is this like the unofficial prequel to Space Jam? It is, technically. Yeah. Turbocharged prelude. What's all the racket? You want some? I was only kidding. Gruesome, ain't it? <laughs> of course, you know this means war. Air Jordan in Air Jordan. What'd you expect? You on my foot? Nice shot. Nice shot. This floors them every time. Oh, 
be the beginning of a beautiful friendship. That's our book. That's my one. Wow. And someone watched that and went, right, get me a feature film. Yeah. What was your relationship with the Looney Tunes growing up? Um, First of all, I'm just noticing that you say Looney Tunes. Um, Well, it is tunes. It is tunes. What? Tunes? It's no, it's spelled T-U-N-E-S. This 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 blew my mind. I'm glad your what? your mind is blown. This is a Mandela not, effect situation. It's, yeah, it's not Looney Tunes. We, we only say t- it's only tunes because America says says tunes instead of tunes. It's just the way they pronounce it. But they're but it, they're cartoons. No, it's a play on words. So they made it. I looked this up the other day. So what it was is uh, they wanted uh, there was a company. Well, Warner Brothers, I assume they wanted um, uh, funny animations to go alongside their music that they made for the various things. And yeah. so they came up. with characters like Bugs Bunny and they called them the Looney Tunes and then they just became a thing You're right, I just, I just Googled it and it's Looney Tunes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bizarre. Um, <laughs> yeah, what's your relationship with the tunes? Yeah, I mean, lo- loved them as a kid, although looking back now, my God, Bugs Bunny's annoying. Oh yeah, he's, really, he's a dick oh. as well, he's horrible. I, I'm, I'm always on the side of uh, Yosemite Sam or Elmer Fudd or whatever. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, yeah, no big fan of, of, of all the characters. Uh, uh, Daffy and and Bugs at the yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, Porky, yeah. Porky, Porky I, I, Pig, Porky Pig was a yeah. particular favourite. But I, I, but this is where it is confusing because I was a huge fan of growing up the Tiny Toon Adventures. Yeah, but you same. called them the Tiny Toons, but there actually was spelt tunes. It oh. wasn't Tiny Tunes, so that's why it's confusing. At least be consistent. I know. Yeah. Anyway, so Space Jam stars <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jordan. Uh, it presents a fictionalised account of what happened between Jordan's initial retirement from the NBA in 1993 and his 1995 comeback, in which he is enlisted by the Looney Tunes to help them win a basketball match against a group of aliens who intend to enslave them as attractions in their theme park. Now, now this this might sound um, like a stupid question, <laughs> but to what extent is Space Jam based on fact? In terms of, in terms of, did Michael Jordan really take a temporary? Uh, retirement from basketball and try to become a baseball player because this is literally how much I know. I don't know if that's well, how, that's how little thing. I know. I don't know if that's when true. I watched when I watched Space Jam as a kid. I thought the whole ba- the baseball thing was obviously just a silly plot device. Yeah, in the film. But no, he, he really really did do that. So in the, in the uh, so growing up, he was as a kid, he was really into his baseball. That's what he wanted to get into, and his, he used to play it with his dad. Hence the bit at the beginning with uh, his dad, played by Bilkins. Yeah, from Fast and Furious. Furious. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Something that will only please me and you. Spe- fans yeah. of Space Jam and the Fast and Furious franchise. But in around 1993, at this point, he, I think he'd won a championship. I think he's won three championships, actually. He's, he's, he's one of the biggest stars. And he, but his dad got murdered horribly. Wow. He just got shot in his car. <laughs> As opposed it's to getting just... murdered nicely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and his dad was, you know, his, his, uh, his best friend and all that and so he just he decided i've had another basketball i'm going to go to my roots and play baseball and he did that for a bit and he wasn't bad apparently he was pretty good but this still it, made him look like he was shit this is it because yeah. in the because i assumed it was fictional mostly because in the film he's terrible yeah. at baseball so yeah. it's, it's presented as this absurd idea god imagine if incredible basketball star michael jordan <laughs> yeah uh you know he played baseball instead and was terrible at it but it's something he yeah. actually did yeah, well, he only played in like minor leagues, but they the people in the documentary were saying that if he kept going the way he was going, he probably would have been pro eventually. But just, yeah. just great at everything, Michael yeah. Jordan can turn his hand to anything. He, um, but there was a baseball strike at some point in the mid nineties, um, and because of that, he sort of started playing basketball again with his mates, 
and it just convinced him to come back um, to basketball eventually. So I like the idea that they, because this, this was made after he'd already come back to basketball. Yeah. So I like I like the idea that they went right. Let's let's come up with a funny thing of what he got up to in that time, and this is this is it. So uh, here is the trailer then uh, to get you in the mood of Space Jam. When the world's greatest athlete, Michael Jordan, teams up with the world's best-loved cartoon character, Bugs Bunny, you won't believe your eyes. Pardon me, Mr. Jordan. Could I have your auto... Your John Hancock? What's going on here? We need your help! The dream team, well, we're the mean team. Ready? Yeah! Done. Yeah. You kick it in here. You go to the hole and dominate. We own defense. Oh, yeah. Whoa. I don't play defense. Warner Brothers presents Jordan. Bunny. Special delivery. Together, they just might save the world. Jam. You've never seen anything like it. You've never seen anything like it. No, you really haven't. And, and, and although my memories of Space Jam, or at least prior to that, the rewatch I did recently, were quite fuzzy, that trailer <laughs> I have like crystal clear recollection of. I think it must have been on a VHS uh, at the start of a VHS that I watched a lot as a kid. Yeah. Um, probably something like Batman Forever, um, and so I, and I would I guess I would never fast forward the Space Jam trailer. Loved it. Uh, and w- one other thing, because it was the nineties. If you remember in our Airbud episode or our Freaky Franchises two, every single trailer in the nineties had "Are you ready for this?" by <laughs> Two Unlimited. Yeah. Every single time, every time, any sort of sports related <laughs> film. Never, never got bored of it though. Never got bored uh, of it. Um, so uh, what made me laugh there watching this is the intro which sort of sets up, if in case you didn't know who Michael Jordan was, it's quite handy because it sort of showed his career up until that point. It lasted over three minutes. Oh, it go- I, I, I made a note of that on my phone. goes on yeah. so long, the introduction. Far too long. Yeah. And the music, the, the, the Space Jam song, whatever it was, is, is, isn't the best. And it goes on for, because it, it, it plays the entire song. It's like, oh, come on, this, isn't, yeah. this is James Bond. The fact, that, yeah, the, the fact that we both independently came to that same conclusion suggests that that is a yeah. problem. So the plot then, what there is of it, um, in outer space, the amusement, the, in outer space, the amusement park Moron Mountain faces decline. Its owner, Mr. Swackhammer, voiced by Danny DeVito, sends his minions, the Nerdlux. I love that he calls them the Nerdlux. It's just obviously anyone small and dweeby that's called them the Nerdlux. I mean, uh, he's not he's not the best at branding because he also called his uh, his theme park <laughs> Moron Mountain, and then he's like, "Why is my theme park in decline?" Because <laughs> you call it Moron Mountain. Like, who's gonna, who's going to go to that willingly? Come on. So he, he sends his minions to Earth to abduct the Looney Tunes as a new attraction, obviously. Um, so upon the Nerdlucks' arrival, Bugs Bunny and the other Looney Tunes uh, take advantage of the Nerdlucks' small stature and challenge them to a game of basketball. One thing I didn't understand fully about this is the Nerdlucks arrive and they and they um, attempt to enslave the Looney Tunes uh, and the Looney Tunes present them with some kind of rule book which they've uh, <laughs> you know they, yeah, they, uh, yeah. and they've scrawled on and, and, they, and they've changed what it says inside and they say oh well, now it says you have to uh, give us a shot of freedom and, yeah. and the Nerdlucks say oh okay, oh okay I guess we've got to play by the rules why didn't the Looney Tunes just write whatever they want in this rule book and just say yeah now nah, nah, you have to let us go 
they like yeah. make a very very specific change, which means they still oh, have yeah. to they still have to enter into a basketball game. Yeah, with with their alien adversaries. But, but then you know, from then on, why don't they keep adding more rules? If, if they're gonna change the literally, if they're gonna change the rules, yeah. they could change them. Why limit yourself? Change it to whatever you like. Just say, oh no, it means if we um, if we score this one three pointer, which is the only basketball term I know, um, then we then we immediately win the game. Why why, why just make that one small change? Well, just get know, them I, I, to kill them. I, I I'm starting to think the logic of Space Jam <laughs> doesn't entirely hold up. No, know? it doesn't really, does it? Yeah. Not so fast, Doc. You just can't turn us into slaves. That would be bad. You've got to give us a chance to defend ourselves. Oh, yeah? Who says? Yes, who? Why? In just a sec. Lead them and weep, boys. Do we have to? It's in the rule book. It is. Okay. It is in the rule book. Uno momento. Well, the Nerd Lucks soon realise that the sport's best players are actually employed by the NBA and accept the proposal. So after stealing the talents, don't ask how, mm. of uh, NBA players Charles Barkley, Sean Bradley, Patrick Ewing, Larry Johnson, and Muggsy Boogs. Oh, um, <laughs> Muggsy Boogs? Yeah. Well, I think it's Boogs, but I prefer Boogs. Uh, all, all, uh, of whom, all of whom I am presuming are genuine yeah, all real NBA players, stars. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know anything about the NBA, but they were not great actors. So I'm assuming <laughs> they, were, they were real basketball basketball stars. Well, yeah, Michael, no. Michael Jordan did a decent job for his... Do, uh, do you know what? Do you know what? Michael Jordan is actually pretty good in yeah. this film. You know, yeah. as as live action actors interacting with cartoons go, yeah. is it is it as good as uh, as Hoskins in Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. No, but what? <laughs> but very few performances are as good as that yeah. in yeah. any genre. Um, yeah. But but you know, I think Jordan acquits himself acquits himself pretty pretty well. Hi, I'm Michael Jordan, and I got to know Bugs pretty well doing our movie Space Jam. Boy, what a life this guy has. He had the usual tough breaks, small house, large family, and I mean, large family. You know, rabbits. But he's always had confidence in himself, even back in those early years. No, it's never um, fully explained, is it, how uh, the the Nerdlucks can steal the the player's talent, uh, turn it into into goo, store it in a basketball, and then for some reason it turns them into gigantic monsters. Yeah. Yeah, they, they suddenly turn into these large muscular monsters, which they call the Monstars. Um, and they've now got like uh, just cool personalities and they're great. Um, whereas the original basketball players are still there, but they've lost all their talent and are now a bit like simple and they're just walking about not, not, not knowing what to do. It's a bit like in Red Dwarf when uh, the polymorph sucks yeah. out all of Cat's cool and he turns into Dwayne exactly Dibley. Exactly that, yeah. Um, so while golfing with Bill Murray and Larry Bird, and in case you didn't know, Larry Bird is another very famous basketball player back in the day. So, so again, with the, <laughs> the, the Space Jam, true story, how realistic is Space Jam? Yeah. Was, was Michael Jordan actually just great mates with Bill Murray? Because that's very much the setup that's presented here, that, they are, that they're best pals who, who golf a lot. Is that, is that based in fact at all? Or? Um, no, I, I don't think that that is true. But Bill that is Murray is, of course, mates with Ivan uh, Reitman, Reitman um, who wrote Reitman. Space Jam, um, and so that's why they got involved. Why not? I like I like to think, if not true before the filming of Space Jam, it was they true were. after that. Jordan and Murray were just like drinking bros. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so while golfing with those guys, uh, Stan, played by Wayne Knight of Jurassic Park fame and lots of other mm. things, um, 
Jordan is suddenly lassoed down a hole and into the Looney Tunes world. So A, I love the fact that Bill Murray and Larry Bird are just like, ah, well, that happened. Let's just carry on, shall we? Yeah, we're weirdly lackadaisical about the whole thing. Yeah. But so was Michael Jordan. He gets there and he's like, oh, this is normal. You've just been sucked underground. Who knew that Looney Tunes lived in the centre of the earth, by the way? Yeah, that's a, that's. A whole, I, I presume that's a new addition to to Looney Tunes canon that they they exist in a sort of um, parallel world to our own. Which yeah, it's within the Earth's core. Yeah, yeah. But again, it's one of those films where yeah, Looney Tunes are real, despite the fact that we all know they're cartoons and created by someone. It's very much like Stan Lee meeting up with Spider Man in in a couple of episodes back. Well, yeah, because because. Everyone in the within the fictional world of Space Jam is aware of the Looney Tunes. Yeah, they they watch yeah. them on their TV, so they exist in they exist in that way. But yeah. also, they exist as real entities yeah. who live yeah. inside the Earth's core. So yeah. how, how how does that work? Don't worry about it. Don't okay. worry about it. It's fine. Oh, uh, look out for that toy step dog. It's a real Lulu. Bugs Bunny. Eh, you were expecting maybe the Easter Bunny? You're a cartoon. You're not real. Not real, eh? If I weren't real, could I do this? Is that Michael? Michael! It's Air Jordan. Basketball! I thought I called. I did. I did see Michael Jordan. So Bugs explains the situation to Jordan. Um, who? who, who, who oh, she explained the situation to me anyway. Carry on. And, um, not, yeah, not phased whatsoever. Jordan just sort of carries on with it. You know, it's, it's fine. Um, we should also probably bring up uh, Lola Bunny. Um, in yeah. this film. Has anyone here ever played basketball? Um, I have. I'd like to try out for the team. Hey. Hi, my name is Lola Bunny. Lola? <laughs> yes. Hello, uh, my name is Bugs. <clears throat> you want to play a little one-on-one, -on -one, doll? Doll? Uh-huh. On the court. Bugs. I mean, I know you fancied Gadget from the rescue rescuers, rescue rangers. Um, but yeah, I think Lola Bunny has got to be up there as well as like a strangely attractive. Know. As a yeah. as, they, as they knew what they were doing. They they animated pretty much boobs on on Lola Bunny. Didn't need to do that. Yeah. So Lola it's... Bunny didn't exist before Space Jam. She was created purely for this film. But she's been like Harley Quinn. She's been in all <laughs> loads of Looney Tunes stuff ever since. So really? uh, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a few. There's a, there's a lot to unpick with uh, with Lola Bunny. One one you know, it's one thing to fancy a cartoon character. It's another, as with Gadget and Chippendale Rescue Rangers, to fancy uh, uh, <laughs> a, sort of hu a, a humanoid animal uh, yeah. a ca cartoon. Also, Michael Jordan seems attracted to her. <laughs> not not just because obviously obviously Bugs digs her, but Michael yeah. Jordan, <laughs> Air Jordan himself is like, hmm, when he sees her, he likes a bit, he's, he's interested in a bit of cross-species pollination. Also, yeah. the but the strangest thing, <laughs> the weirdest thing is not that Michael Jordan fancies her, it's that Tweety Pie says, says she's hot. It's like, tweet, <laughs> Tweety Pie? Yeah, I thought Tweety Pie, was Tweety Pie a girl or a, a boy? I thought Do you it know was... what? I, I, I'm, not, I'm not entirely sure, but... You know, I don't spend a lot of time thinking about the the the, the sex drives of of Looney Tunes characters. But if there's one of them that I always assumed had no was totally asexual, yeah. it was it was Tweety. I never thought Tweety had it in him or her. If I'm honest, <laughs> got other things to worry about. Uh, Sylvester, Sylvester just running. Yeah. yeah. Now Sylve Sylvester Sylvester has big dick energy, but but Tweety definitely not. It'd be like if Roadrunner was like, wow, she's hot. Like, meep, meep. <laughs> <laughs> then fist bumps, road, uh, uh, Wally Coyote. Yeah. 
so yeah, Lola also appears in the Looney Tunes show, which was like a I don't know if it's still running. It was like a, a, a new version of the show which came out in like the early twenty tens. And Kristen mm. Wiig uh, voiced Lola Bunny in that. Squad, let you know. Um, so although Jordan is initially reluctant, he agrees to play after a confrontation with the Monstars. They insult his pride, and so he's like, right, do you know what? We're going to turn into the Toon Squad. Um, so he, he sends Bugs and Daffy back to his house to obtain his basketball gear, uh, where Stan sees them and follows them back into the cartoon world. And Michael, you know, lets him help. Why not? It's Wayne Knight. He needs something to do, doesn't he? Um, Wayne Knight. He was bigger than Knight. He's both, yeah. both physically and in terms of his... Yeah, Arden. and now and now, um, much, and now much less big again, yeah. both physically and in terms of his starting. <laughs> yeah. uh, meanwhile, the sudden incapacity of the five NBA players leads to worldwide panic. Again, worldwide panic or just America panic? Because anyone's following NBA. <laughs> but but very timely because yeah. because yeah. the whatever illness is afflicting the NBA players, they cancel the NBA season and basketballs yeah. finish, yeah. and people are furious. Yeah. Very timely. So. Um, on the day of the match, the Monstars, uh, that made me laugh as well, but the match sort of starts quite early. You, you think it's going to be like the climax of the film, and it's like, oh it's shit, like, it's already the match. It's yeah. like half half of the film is the, is the, is yeah. the basketball game. Yeah. Uh, the Monstars dominate the first half, um, sinking their morale. Uh, Stan overhears, though, how the Monstars obtain their talent and informs Michael Jordan. Bugs and Jordan rally the tune squad and dominate the third quarter using old school gags and acme weaponry. But do, do you know what? Do you know what? there's a, there's a there's a there's an odd scene uh, in between. I don't know how basketball works. Is it is it rounds rounds of basketball where um, uh, they, they they trick the other Bugs and Jordan trick the other Looney Tunes. Um, yeah. They, they they pass around a bottle of, of water and call it Michael Jordan special stuff, <laughs> <laughs> and all the Looney Tunes glug this down, and so they're 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 then sort of tricked into thinking that they've ingested oh, some yeah. some amazing thing, and then they, they have the, the the power to to play better. Fine, but it's a slightly odd message to send to kids that the, the only way they can win this game is by playing some sort of psychological trick on them where they think, although they haven't, they think they've taken performance-enhancing drugs. Yeah. Now, is, is that, is that, that, works. Is yeah. that the message you want to be sending to kids? I don't know. Yeah, so they come up with a... a, a the, the, the rules are, essentially, a win by the Tune Squad would require the Monstars to return their stolen talents, while a win, a win by the Monstars would earn Jordan would make Jordan the new attraction for the uh, Moron Mountain. Mm. So, um, you know, there's, it's tense, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, with uh, 10 seconds left in the game, the Toon Squad are down by one point and one player, due to most of them being injured by the Monstars' rough playing. Even Grandma at one point gets battered. Like, you remember Grandma? She, I think she was yeah. tweet high. Yeah, she totally gets battered. There's a lot of, and, and, and I don't know exactly what the rules are in terms of, like, uh, to what extent... Looney Tunes are indestructible, but mm. there, there were certainly points in this film where some, some quite severe violence was dealt out, in particular to Yosemite Sam. Yeah, uh, yeah. When, when, when the Nerdlux first <laughs> arrived, and, and and later to uh, to Foghorn Leghorn, <laughs> who, who gets, who gets the, the mere mention of his name always makes me laugh. Who 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 gets uh, who gets fried extra crispy, um, <laughs> and, and I was like. Did they just did they just kill Foghorn Leghorn, or, or can he or can he come back from that? And like Yosemite Sam is uh, is I think he gets fried quite early in the movie, and I was like, did they just kill Yosemite Sam? A bit like how like the Simpsons movie killed Doctor Nick. But, yeah, but no, Yosemite Sam then reappears later in the movie. But but Foghorn, I think I think he might actually die in this movie. I think Foghorn might die. 
Maybe, I'm not sure. Uh, I'll have to watch maybe it he said maybe he had some historical tweets that he'd uh, sort of get rid of him. Fuck on. Do you know what? Do you know what? Cancel. I don't want to be judgmental, but judging by his sort of general demeanour, of any of the if there are any Looney Tunes that you would dig up yeah. some controversial tweets in their past, it would definitely be Foghorn Leghorn. I wish I was in the land of where going somewhere. May I remind you, sir, that physical violence is painful. <laughs> Did you order original recipe or extra crispy? Talking about the Looney Tunes nowadays, did you hear about Yosemite Sam? Uh, no. It, so it was a recent change as of May 2020. Um, it, he is now depicted without his pistols. Oh, and same with Elmer Fudd. Elmer Fudd can't have a hunting rifle anymore. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he said apparently HBO Max's uh, chief or the showrunner of the TV show said that he can continue to use carting violence, such as dynamite and acme-related paraphernalia. They're not guns. They're silly. So, sad day. <laughs> anyway, uh, Bill Murray then uh, arrives. <laughs> Don't worry how, but he just does. And he's recruited to fill the missing spot, probably from Foghorn Leghorn being killed off. Um, in the final seconds, Jordan gets the ball, and with Murray's help, um, he he gets the uh, gets the final basket, because he remembers from Bugs's, uh tutelage that he's allowed to use cartoon physics to extend his arm and dunk the ball from far away because he's being held back monsters that's not that's an odd choice that the way michael jordan wins this is not through his natural no. in, incre incredible god-given skill yeah. but, by, no. but, but, Cheats, by some, but by some cartoonish yeah uh, uh feat uh also do you feel like bill murray was like look i will be in this movie but i want to be shown to be really good at, at basketball <laughs> how, how could we talking bill as good as michael jordan you, know, you really got some skills you might be able to play in the NBA. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. I'll, I'll probably quote you on that. But I'm going to take this opportunity to retire from the game of basketball. No, come on. No. No, I'm going to retire right now, and that's all there is to it. I'm, I'm going to go out on top undefeated and untied. That's the way it's going to be. You go on ahead and celebrate with your teammates. And... No, come and help us, man. Celebrate no, I, with us. I, I'd like to, but I have to ice down my knees right away, okay? Okay, it's turning. Go. All right. Goodbye, man. All right, see you. Are you sure? Yes, definitely sure. Definitely. So he wouldn't do Ghostbusters for years. He finally does the shit Ghostbusters, but he did this as well. Someone needs to talk to his agent. Um, eventually, after they've won the game, Jordan helps the the, uh, the Monstars or the Nerd Lux realise that they only, uh, they only listened to the evil Swackhammer character because they were smaller, you see? Um, you shouldn't, you should, you know, this meant a lot to me as, as a kid, you know, growing up. Don't don't just listen to them because they're taller than you. You can, you know, be strong and all that. That's a great message coming from six foot six Michael Jordan, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, I know, on. yeah. Um, the Monstars then encase Swackhammer in a missile and send him back to his amusement park. Uh, giving up their stolen talent, uh, the Nerd Lux are recruited into the Looney Tunes and drop off Jordan at his next baseball game. Still playing baseball in, in this uh in this world. Um, I don't know if we saw the Nerdlux ever again in a Looney Tunes uh, vehicle, but maybe we did. Who knows? Um, <laughs> as, as, al as always, the level of research that goes into this podcast is well, <laughs> extensive and impressive. You know what? I'm going to look up the Looney Tunes wiki now. I'm going to see. This will this take a while. We'll cut out any dead air. Don't worry. This will be thrill a minute listening for you. Da, 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 da. Uh, oh, yeah. Their only other appearance to date has been a cameo in a Pinky and the Brain special, Stan Warners, as patrons at the Cantina Bar. Nice little uh, nice little reference for fans. There you go. 
that's it. So we never saw them again, really. Later, Jordan visits the incapacitated. Incapaci- <laughs> this is like, uh, what was it? Free therapy. Could, yeah. free ther- now, free therapy, fine. Jordan visits the incapacitated basketball players and returns their talent, to which the players uh, convince Jordan to coming back to, to basketball. So that's that's how they're saying he does it. Uh, two years later, in 1995, Jordan returns to the Chicago Bulls and resumes his basketball career, which is sort of what happened in real life. And the rest is history. Sort so of. So of. Um, so just other things. Um, what made me laugh is that Jordan's real life, like wife and kids, yeah, they're, they're referenced and they're named as such in the film, but weren't played by the real people. So they got actors to play. So I just thought, so it's like his real life as much as possible. It's like based on absolute facts, mm. but this weird sort of pseudo version. Also, like, how much worse would it have been if they'd got his actual kids? I know. Because yeah. I don't want to be mean, but the kid actors who play Michael Jordan's kids... That'd do much, do they? Not, not, and not, not, not the greatest. You couldn't have done yeah. much worse getting his actual kids in. We should probably take this opportunity to talk about Billy West as well, just because how great he is. So, um, you know, well known for his voice work in various adverts, films, TV well, series, and video I, games. I know, I know Billy West is Fry from Futurama. He is Fry from I, Futurama. I didn't, I didn't actually know he had any connection to this movie. Well, there you go. So um, he, his other roles, he did the title characters of uh, Doug. Remember Doug? He was Doug. I didn't know he was Doug, yeah. Yeah, he did um, uh, Ren and Stimpy as well. And then he played uh, Fry, Farnsworth, Zoidberg and Zach Brannigan in Futurama. Wow. Um, he is currently the voice of the Red M&M in the M&M adverts. And is it J.K. Simmons? Well, I was just going to say, everyone <laughs> says that J.K. Simmons is the yellow M&M. And like, Every time I look into this, it seems legit, but also I can't <laughs> shake the feeling that that's bullshit. Maybe so much money to turn up and do one but, line every time in. But maybe, maybe it's one of those things where like the US and the UK versions have different voice actors because the yellow Eminem's like, oh, hey, hey, Red, oh, that can't be Jake. It can't be J.K. Simmons. I Who mean, knows? listeners, if you're so inclined. Uh, do our research for us that we couldn't be bothered to do. <laughs> no. Podca- podcast at twogeeks2beers.com. Let us know, is the yellow M&M really J.K. Simmons? Because I am I am sceptical. I remain sceptical. But other characters he has sort of taken over the roles of in recent years, um, from like the 90s onwards, Bugs Bunny, Elmer Fudd, um, Popeye, Shaggy off um, uh, Scooby-Doo, and Woody Woodpecker. So he's pretty, he pretty much the go-to guy for any sort of voice, really, Billy West. So yeah, um, and obviously we said Danny DeVito as well, but that's kind of it for famous voice talent in this film. Um, so one of the reasons uh, the movie was a success, I'd say, was its soundtrack. Um, well, mm. <laughs> <laughs> look, <laughs> look. So it sold enough albums to be certified six times platinum, and for a soundtrack, that's crazy. Um, it was also the high point, uh, you could argue, for musical artist R. Kelly. Uh, <laughs> certainly, was certainly wasn't the fucking low point, was it? <laughs> <laughs> whose song I Believe I Can Fly from the film was not only a hit that gave him two Grammy Awards now it plays right at the beginning of the film yeah. so it puts a bit of a downer on proceedings yeah uh, I, I watched it the film opens with I Believe I Can Fly and I was like yeah. that, is, that is a shame that is a shame it is a, it is a good song it's a very good song but obviously times have changed <laughs> times have changed um, the other tracks include Hit Em High the Monstars Anthem by Be Real Buster Rhymes Coolio LL Cool J and Method Man in the same song Fucking hell. I know. <laughs> I don't know who Be Real is, but the rest of them. <laughs> but the rest. What an incredible yeah. like rap posse that is. No, also, uh, Barry White teamed up with Chris Rock for the song Basketball Jones. 
<laughs> this is like this is like chef aid, where it's like ostensibly like a very a very silly tie-in yeah. to some yeah. kind of um, silly bit of animation. But actually, the talent they got involved was incredible. Yeah. Um, and and another song which I'll ref- reference at the very end because we'll we'll play play out with that. Exciting. Um, it also, I didn't know this, expanded into a media franchise which includes comics, video games, and other merchandise, estimated to have generated six billion in total revenue. Six Just billion. Space, space Jam alone. This includes a wide variety of m- merchandise such as special Air Jordans, uh, Bugs Bunny ah. shirts, Happy Meals, Mugsy Boogs jerseys, apparently, and and it says here whatever this means, Tweety gowns. What's that? Uh, uh, What's a Tweety I mean- gown? I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to think too much about what Tweety's got under his gown anymore. After yeah. what we talked about previously, that's surely like much of that money must just be Michael Jordan selling Air more, Jordans, selling yeah. more Air Jordans. Like it's I don't just Air Jordans and Happy Meals, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. Um, the film received mixed reviews from critics, but it was a box office smash, bringing in over two hundred and thirty million dollars worldwide, which is pretty damn good at the time. Yeah, and considering the, the craziness of the film in general. But do you know what? Do you know what um, the film has in its favour? What? Short, nice and short. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, that it's, is like good. Eight, it's like eighty minutes long. Perfect yeah, length great. of a movie. Yeah. Great. You want to know what Ebert and Siskel thought, don't you? you wanna... uh, oh, always, but particularly yeah. about Space Jam. Yeah, um, they both gave Space Jam a thumbs up. Um, Siskel's praise was a bit more reserved. Uh, in his review, Ebert gave the film three and a half stars and noted that Space Jam is a happy marriage of good ideas. Three films for the price of one, giving us a comic treatment of the career adventures of Michael Jordan, crossed with a Looney Tunes cartoon and some showbiz warfare. The result is delightful, family movie in the best sense, which means the adults will enjoy it too. I, I like I like the idea that that is how this really strange film came together. That, that there was like three guys and they're like, "I've got an idea." All right, <laughs> hit me with it, Chad. It's a comic. It's a comic treatment of the career and various misadventures of Michael Jordan. He's like, "I like it." Separately yeah. to that, I have an idea for a Looney Tunes movie, and <laughs> yeah. then I, I have an idea for what was the third thing? Show- showbiz warfare. I've got I've got a, a showbiz warfare concept, guys. Guys, <laughs> put put those three hands together. Then we've got yeah. ourselves a movie. Um, Siskel also praised Jordan's performance, saying he wisely accepted as a first movie a script that builds nicely on his general uh, uh, genial personality, rather in an assortment of TV ads. Uh, the sound bites are just a little longer. Yeah. Um, one great thing about Space Jam, I'm sure you know this, is that its original website still exists. Ah, oh, I did know that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the Space Jam official website, which if you want to go to it, is just spacejam.com, as you can have guessed. But uh, it's it's very much like websites it looked like in 1996, it's where it's uh, like one of those GeoCities websites. I was just going to say very ge- very yeah. GeoCities. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know if they did that on purpose or if they just left it there or what. But now they're keeping it there on purpose. I was going to say, it, I think it was probably yeah. just left there for a certain amount of time, and now it's become like um, a, a website of historical importance where, yeah. where, where, they're, where they're keeping it preserved. But um, yeah, it's weird because you would have thought that they, it just wouldn't work anymore. You'd think that the, the provider or however they made it just would have just malfunctioned by now. You never see other websites like that. But yeah, so I highly recommend going on there and having a little. Look around. Um, so a sequel to Space Jam was planned as early as 1997. As development began, Space Jam 2 was going to involve a new basketball competition between the Looney Tunes and a new villain named Berserko. Uh, artist Bob Camp was uh, tasked with designing Berserko and his henchmen, 
Joe Pitka would have returned for the direct. However, Jordan didn't agree to star in a sequel, and so Warner Brothers uh, sort of just cancelled plans altogether because there wasn't really anyone else. These these days, they would have Jordan pinned down to a seven film Chase Jam franchise contract. Cinematic Universe, yeah. Yeah. But there were several other potential sequels that they did think about. And this this sounds insane, but I hope it's true. Where, so, have, you, where have you where have you sourced this? Is Wikipedia? This is Wikipedia with lots of uh, um, sources and everything. So apparently, Spy Jam with Jackie Chan was in the works, but that ended up becoming the basis for Looney Tunes Back in Action, which I haven't uh, seen. But uh, apparently, it's yeah. Race Jam. All, all, with... all, all, I'll say, all I'll say for Looney Tunes Back in Action is for a film that stars the Looney Tunes. Brendan Fraser and Timothy Dalton, yeah. nowhere, nowhere near as good as it should be, or, right. or, 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 or as good as those ingredients would suggest. Yeah, uh, they also thought about doing Race Jam, which with uh, Jeff Gordon, who was a big NASCAR star. So if you thought you thought basketball was bad enough, they were. I was going to say, if, if you thought that Michael Jordan and basketball were a US niche, NASCAR, yeah. wow. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they thought about doing a golf-centered film with Tiger Woods. That might have worked. Um, but also Skate Jam with Tony Hawk. That's <laughs> Which, a good uh, idea. That's yeah, a good yeah. idea. Golf Jam doesn't really sound as good, does no. it? Really? And, but, and, then, and, but then and, it's, not, it's, not, it's not basketball jam, it's space jam. So it doesn't need to be... <laughs> I, would love, I would have loved it if this film was called Basketball Jam. But also, what's the jam? What is the jam? <laughs> well, yeah... <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's no, just I, slang, isn't it? I, I think I think of all I think of all of those uh, skate jam is is the strongest concept. Not least because we know Tony Hawk is a great actor from his brief cameo in the first Triple X movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but then in February 2014, Warner Brothers officially announced development of a sequel that will star LeBron James. Mm. Um, a year later, James and his film studio, obviously James has his own film studio. Um, <laughs> Spring Hill Entertainment signed a deal with Warner Brothers for TV, film, and digital content after receiving positive reviews for his brilliant role. I've got to say, in Trainwreck, really good in that film. Have you seen it? I've not. I've not seen it. But it's worth seeing because LeBron James is like genuinely like really good, really funny in it. Isn't John Cena great in it as well? Yeah, he is. Yes. Yeah. Well worth watching. Yeah. Um, by 2016, Justin Lin had signed on to direct the film. Wow. And, and to co-write it as well. However, two years later, Lin sadly left the project. Um, and Terence Nance was hired to direct instead um, and yeah it's still going on um, earlier this year um, LeBron revealed that it would be called Space Jam A New Legacy and it's set to come out in July next year so wow so far but yeah, the thing is like I understand that there's a nostalgia value there that's why we're talking about the original Space Jam yeah. and that there will be a certain audience for this sequel that's coming out how many How many years later like, like wow well, 15, I guess. Yeah. If, at least 15 years later. No, but, 25 years. 25 20, years. Yeah. Oh, God. 25 years later. Yeah. But, like, yeah. again, a question we ask a lot on this podcast, but who is it <laughs> Who's for? it for? <laughs> who are you making Space Jam 2 for yeah. now? Which is, yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. Well, I just hope Michael Jordan has a cameo of some description and Bill Murray. That'd be great. Um, Bugs, Daffy, and Lola are the only Looney Tunes so far c- confirmed to be returning. What the rest are in, the rest are in contract <laughs> negotiations? <laughs> well, Foghorn Leghorn's obviously not quite in it anymore, so you know. And yes, Empty Sam without his guns is the only point. You know. Yeah, what but about- other other stars coming back though, Don, not coming back, just being cast in general. Don Cheadle is in the film, as is uh, Sonequa Martin Green. So two really good stars there. Um, okay. I mean, they've yeah. got good good star caliber there. I mean, yeah. any, any any room for Wayne Knight? 
<laughs> Why not? You know, Why he's not? slimmer now, so there must be room I, for There him. might be room for him. <laughs> yeah. um, so that's it, really. Thoughts on Space Jam? Uh, yeah. Um, great, great as a kid. Um, it, yeah, it's it's colourful, it's fun, entertaining, short. It's got everything you want as a kid. Um, as an adult, it's a it's a uniquely surreal experience. Um, but st- but still a lot of fun. Still got a lot of still got a lot of affection for Space Jam. Yeah. Uh, load of old nonsense. Not actually that good if you no. if you re- if you really start no. to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like it's got this great legacy. It's not actually great. <laughs> But but it is quite good, and it is yeah. it is a lot of fun. It's a it's a it's a good natured movie. I don't, I'm, Do you know I'm, what it is? It, it's similar to Tokyo Drift in that you go into it expecting the absolute worst, <laughs> yeah. and you come out and go, "Ah, she wasn't that bad." Again, yeah. again, the only place where the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift would be compared to Space Jam yeah, is on yeah. this podcast, and yeah. that's why that's why you should keep listening. And if you want to watch it, it is on Netflix and Amazon Prime. So. Uh give it a watch why not so that is it uh so for more movie nonsense and 90s nostalgia there's lots of it head over to two geeks two beers.com where you'll be able to stream all our previous 70 plus episodes uh you can subscribe via favorite podcast service whether it's uh apple podcast spotify deezer global player podbean whatever you fancy uh it's on there so give us a listen Yes, you can also find us all over your social media. You can't can't get away from us. Uh, we're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Two Geeks Cast on all of those. And we also have a YouTube channel. If you search uh, Two Geeks Two Beers on YouTube, you can find uh, a few of our earliest episodes in full. Uh, it's a way of, of diving into the whole Two Geeks oeuvre, um, <laughs> but also uh, clips from some of our most recent episodes. Uh, and please do get in touch for any requests, ideas, or shout outs, whatever. You can email us at podcast at two geeks, two beers.com. And we're also on Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash two geeks cast, you can get some exclusive goodies on there, um, including some uh, special episodes, which you can only get there and other bits and pieces. So to play us out, I've picked another song from the space jam soundtrack. It's not him, don't worry, it's fine. Um, I've gone for a brilliant cover of Fly Like an Eagle by the one and only Seal. Ah! So, uh, yeah, enjoy this, and uh, we'll see you next time, pals. (laughs) Well, that was. (laughs) He turned into Eddie from Friends. trying to think of maybe some other spin-offs of Space Jam you could do I thought I thought of one along a 90s theme All right. uh, Ace of Base Jam <laughs> very where, good where yeah. the Looney Lo- Lo- Tunes team up with uh, popular 90s uh, pop group Ace of Base uh, maybe enter into some kind of X Factor style singing competition 
against yeah. uh, against some alien adversaries. We could do poker face jam, where Lady Gaga gets involved and 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 has to yeah play poker and shit. Uh, De- Deborah Messing and Eric McCormack starring Will and Grace Jam. I'd, I'd watch. I would watch that. Yeah. Sack race jam. What sack race jam? You know when you you run and you're in a sack and you're jumping. <laughs> right. No 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 celebrity affiliation with that. No, one. Just, just sack race jam. Yeah. Just sack race jam. Uh, yeah. Bradley Walsh in the Chase Jam. Yeah. I mean, good. I mean, very, very UK centric, but you know. I'm now going down to the the longest rhymes that I've got on uh, rhymezone.com. You could do uh, musical instrument digital interface jam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>